0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekend Rental, episode 124. We are your gaming and geek culture podcast. As always, my name is Ryan, and I'm joined by Anzi. Hey. All right, if you enjoy our content, head on over to geekk.com where you're going to find podcasts on video games music movies comics and so much more com. what's your geek um, and speaking of uh, comics and geeky stuff I went to the local comic-con this last weekend um, yeah in, uh,
1: <laughs> who comes up to Fargo in let's just still call it winter
0: sadly yeah that's
1: true to, to comic-con
0: yeah, well, our buddy Brandon in front of the podcast decided he was gonna go, he was gonna be his poor man substitute for not getting to go to the almighty Midwest Gaming Classic next week. Um, so that's where I was like, All right, if you're coming up, I'll go with you. Um, and it was moved to the fairgrounds this year from the hotel that typically hosts it. Attendance was weak. Celebrities, including Eddie Monster. Brady Bunch cast one of them and somebody from HGTV were supposedly the highlights. Although
1: what's the Venn diagram on HGTV <laughs> and
0: Comic-Con right. Yeah, I know. I was like, uh, I don't get it. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was weird. Uh, attendance, like I said, was down. Vendors were down. Um, I like that. We have a Comic-Con that there's people willing to put it on. I just don't know how skilled they are at like, running a business or seasonal business of this sort. And it's kind of always seemed to be this, the struggle point with this thing. Um, we went there mostly because mobile game world was going to be there and their um, friends of ours, local resellers in the video game market. They had stuff actually some pretty good NES stuff. Um, I bought nothing cause I'm still kind of on like collecting hiatus. Uh, but Brandon found some stuff. Uh, Biff was there. He um, got yelled at for taking an unsolicited photo of the Batmobile without paying, which I think is great. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't pay 40 bucks, you can't snap a picture of that thing. Um, and then, yeah, we kind of just did one loop around. I bought some Japanese candy for my kids and we got the heck out of there and it was $8 not well spent. Um, did a little area He'll shopping. Go next
2: every-
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. We can go back next year. Uh, We did do a a little bit of garage sailing, the pawn shop thing. It wasn't a bad day. We had like this weird like haunting curse. Brandon and I starting out in the morning where every sale and pawn shop we went to, we found something Bill Cosby related, which (laughs) seemed like an ominous sign. (laughs) Whether it was vinyl, DVDs of Ghost Dad, VHS of like whatever. Um, So that was weird, but he ended up buying a few things. I think he picked up. Uh, Princess Tomato. Oh, nice uh, for the NES. So yeah, got some stuff. I didn't anything too crazy. I think I ended up getting a comic the the first issue of the Game Boy comic. But apparently, there was like six comic series that Nintendo did back in the day, and that was that was kind of the one I wanted. Was issue number one. Got a cool cover. I'll never read it, but I'll look it on the shelf. So. So another Comic-Con down.
2: Hopefully it survives another year. People that enjoy it. I don't know that. I don't know. doesn't seem like that's sustainable
0: at their current trajectory, but, you know, I'll give them a little bit of credit, maybe coming out of the pandemic. It was a little rough, but.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, there's only, it can only be so big for the area anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. And the group that puts that on, we have like an area group or an area organization that tends to put on like a lot of small functions of this sort throughout the year, where perhaps it would be better focused to do one large um, or two a year tops.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, not my place to say, but sure. seems like that might be the better bet.
1: Fairgrounds is a weird choice. Cause I mean, that's kind of way out there too.
0: Yeah. It's like in an industrial part of town. Like that's what we were talking about when we were out there. It's like, can you imagine being like one of these D list celebrities who's like going around trying to get comic-con money you land and then they drive you out to like the shittiest part of the town where there's nowhere to go. There's no escape. There's no restaurants. There's no hotels. There's no public transportation. You are like in a barn essentially <laughs> in this Midwest hellhole. hole. Uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Not, not the greatest. Um, and I don't know what the answer is there. I mean, there's, There's definitely got to be a balance between budget and location. And I don't know that they struck the right board uh, with that one. Yeah. Certainly it beats some of the qualities that are previous hotel, which, you know, would flood from the ceiling every time it rained, which is fun. Mm. (laughs) We had had some experience there. (laughs) Oh, we're going to set up a swap meet. Oh, should we do that after the rain stops from the ceiling or not?
2: Is do you yeah i will say like it was cool to get out go to an event like that
0: feel pretty comfortable you know after a pandemic most people weren't masked
2: it felt it felt normal ish Uh, it was kind of actually exciting uh, a little bit so i don't know yeah it's been a long time yeah yeah for sure and then you have MGC coming up this
1: weekend already. So
2: yeah, the Midwest Gaming Classic and is coming back. So I'm going.
0: I'm taking my entire family. It's a weird thing because like we were just there last fall in November, which was an odd time for that convention. Usually it's in the spring, and then it happens to be in April again here. And you're not able to make it. um Some of the other people we normally go with weren't able to make it. It's always been kind of like a boys' trip, right? Like get away for the weekend, and nobody can really go. And I was like, you know what? My kids are the right age. Most people aren't gonna make it. So this is the year. Like, if I'm gonna bring them, try it out, see if they're interested, we'll go, you know, yep. bring the fam. So that's what we're doing. We're headed down to Milwaukee. I'll be leaving Thursday night. Get there Friday for the um preview night. Get to play some games, you know, limited tickets, limited people, take advantage of the arcade, and then Saturday we'll do the the full thing. And Biff will be there too with his family. He's a little more um, reluctant on his family actually enjoying it. So he's like, I'm going to be all alone. They're going to abandon me. (laughs) Like, well, I'm going to be with my family, buddy. So, yeah, no, Uh, he'll be around. So. Yeah, it should be fun. I'm 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 looking forward to it. I kind of seeing it through my kids eyes, I think, because I've done it so many times that a lot of that is just kind of numb to me. It's just. It's neat, but, you know, curious to see how like an eight and ten year old react to it.
1: Oh, for sure, and then
2: being able to just go up and play whatever you want to—that's, yeah. Cool. If I was a kid, yeah, that'd be sure. awesome. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, it'll be a it'll be a good time. I'll have to see now? Uh,
1: I know my kids would be if I brought them anywhere near the vendor hall; they would just be begging mm-hmm. and pointing and saying, "I want this! Look at that thing! That's cool! Let's get that!"
0: Yep. Gonna be a problem. It's gonna yeah. be expensive. Um yeah. We gave my kids a little bit of cash for Easter and said it was for MGC. I gave my kids some tasks on things I wanted them to have memorized as far as like <laughs> things like schoolwork, addresses, phone numbers this week, which they've accomplished. So they got an extra twenty dollar kicker. Wow. Um, uh, but I imagine that isn't going to matter, and I'm still going to spend hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. on jiggly puff marshmallows and pokemon cards and on the plus side i don't really intend to buy anything unless there's a jaguar game or homebrew and considering my annual budget and what that used to be on games <laughs> i think i can afford to like suck it up so yeah it'll be all right i am curious though like what they're gonna gravitate to there's just so much like cutesy dumb shit that my daughter's gonna love it's also expensive you know yeah. i don't know what to think with my son
2: curious it's probably gonna be mostly pokemon cards but. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, all those Etsy type type shops that are there,
1: that's, it's like, this is cool. And it's a $40 premium on what it should be. But
0: I have convinced my son that we're going to go to my buddies or buddies, friends of the podcast that run the guys games of beer podcast. My son's eight and I'm going to walk in and start talking to one of them. That'll be the cue for my son to like come up and tap the random person that they've never met and be like, give me a damn beer. And then I'm just, I'm just waiting for that reaction to see what they say, but we'll see. We'll see if he, if he has the courage to do it, but it'd be pretty hilarious.
1: So. Yeah. Definitely Larry. If he's there, just,
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Any one of those guys, Larry, Tom or yeah. Rob would just be like, what the
2: f- heck's going on? <laughs>
0: so <clears throat> yeah, it will be good to see those guys. It's just good to get back. Like, and it's nice that potentially there's not going to be a blizzard temperatures are like way too iffy though like this is still like could get super screwed weather wise territory which is bizarre for almost may like the fact that it was like freezing here last night shouldn't happen at this point in the year no
1: that's it's pretty bad when there's still like ice on the lakes like oh shit
2: yeah yeah there was i was like uh in the ditch
0: where i get on and off for work there had been some geese out there and a canadian geese and one of them was just dead in the ditch and i don't think anything murdered it i think it was just that depressed that it just like hung itself and it was like no i can't deal with this it's supposed to be spring yeah. there
1: should be water here not ice yeah when i was a kid this was fine i don't know what happened
0: <laughs> fuck migrating it's over <laughs> yeah i don't know it's weird i i was kind of looking forward to it and thinking like man we're gonna get there it's gonna be like Upper 60s, low 70s, be perfect, you know, t-shirt to and from the convention. But now I'm looking at it, it's like, nah, it's gonna be like 50 there and rainy. So I'm still going to need at least a sweatshirt, if not a coat. So,
1: oh, yeah, we're going to have like one week of spring and then it's going to be, yeah,
0: nine eighty five, 85. And yeah. Miserable. Yeah. When you lose that buffer in the spring, and the fall where you don't have to heat or cool anything, that has it's a big miserable. Economic yeah. impact.
2: Yeah. Especially right now with prices and stuff. So well, and speaking of miserable. We started a new game together. Yeah. On Game Pass, it's called Ark, Ike, Ike. Ark
0: <laughs> Survival Evolved. Um the game's been around forever. Uh we just decided to give it a shot since it's supposed to be optimized for the Series X. And um I don't know, you and I have put the most time into it. I think Aside from the upfront, like three and a half hour struggle to just find each other and not be eaten
2: by something, it's been going okay. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how you describe it. It's kind of like I don't know, Minecraft
0: meets Valheim, I guess maybe, or Valheim probably was inspired by Ark. Yeah. So that's probably bad, but crafty, survivy with dinosaurs and technology. Yeah, like the Ark is cool because you go from like naked person to I have a jetpack towards the <laughs> end of that, right?
1: Yeah, it's uh there's a lot of shit in that game that you see and you're like, "Wow, that's that's a, on a whole other level of what what we have going on." To the guy that's, you know, running around in his underwear just shitting on the ground.
0: Yeah, I love it that it's just like a random shit game too. Like everything just poops on a cycle <laughs> yeah. for some reason. There's always like a big fart with it too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That game. Yeah. I feel like
1: I'll go ahead. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's definitely one of those games where the feedback loop of just, Oh, you built this. Now you can build this. This could get a little bit better. It's always going to pull you in and try and improve things. And it's one of those games for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think like, there's definite walls. Like we hit that early upfront wall where it was like just the struggle to stay alive and build a sustainable like place to respawn. So like we broke through that wall. I feel like we're doing good. And then we got to like a spot where we're like, okay, we can build a better base here. We're safe. Then we got slightly spoiled by like, I call him like robo. Jesus is kind of how I refer to him, <laughs> him now. It was basically a guy with like a green and red spaceship sleigh who flew down from the sky. In a space suit jumped out and like handed us all sorts of cool stuff like guns, uh, birds to fly on, robotic T-Rexes, nothing like completely game breaking, but enough to make the early monotony of building a sustainable homestead achievable, I guess is probably the way to look at it. And like we've done that now and now it's like, oh, we have all this stuff. But now we're up against a wall again, where I feel like I'm just going online to maintain that. Like I'm just getting online, spending two hours getting chores done, right? Like I'm choring, I'm getting rocks, yeah. I'm getting thatch, I'm getting wood, and it's just like because I got to feed the damn animals. So I guess I got to go take my T Rex and eat a bunch of stuff so I have steak for everybody. And it's just I don't know. We got to get over that next hump, and that's where I'm struggling.
1: Yeah, that's the one part that I I'm not the biggest fan of. It seems like there's even you know. Maybe there's something way at the end game but it seems like everything has a timer. There's nothing. Yeah. Even like just light. Just basic light you you still have to put wood in and burn the wood. Yes. And you would think at some point just you know just make it expensive whatever but let me have permanent right.
0: light. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like everything is a resource suck. And like, we were talking a little bit when we played this week, like, I don't feel like it's as exhausting as like a no man's sky where like, there's 10 things just to my critical mm-hmm. character survival that I need to maintain, but it's enough that in our small tribe, you almost need one person who's just like the gopher each time. Right. Like, cause it, it's not feasible to just get out and everyone goes on an adventure. Like it just doesn't work. It would all collapse. So
1: Yeah. Well, and just it's, the meat, too. You know, you got to get the meat, uh, and then it spoils by the time <laughs> you come back. And
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I got you crafting drums and, like, banging away on them, and we could be doing productive <laughs> things. I don't know what's happening over there. Well, uh. You got to
1: buy I mean, you have to pick the stupidest things that you can. I saw yeah, a toilet in I there, do, but those are really expensive.
0: <laughs> I do enjoy that this character is still, like, passed out from when he, like, got disconnected from the server. So I've just like drug his corpse and threw it like sideways on a bed. And he's just like laying there crumpled (laughs) on the floor. Pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to like. It's, it's a little more rewarding than Minecraft, but it's also not as like Zen as Minecraft from, from from this, for the same reasons.
2: Right.
1: So, well, and then, you know, when you do die, it's the dark souls. You have to go back to your body to get your stuff back and i've had a few instances now where it's just been all of a sudden you're just spending an hour getting back to your body and trying yes. to figure out a way to get your inventory back and get away from the animals that killed you yes and uh that's that's i mean it's interesting and it's kind of a fun way to i don't know build you know build up a tense atmosphere but you're not really gaining anything after an hour, you know. Right,
0: frustration. Yeah, frustrations that you're getting. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I don't like that aspect either. And like, just like the, the instant ability, like you said, from a Dark Souls perspective, to go from comfortable to dead in just a blink of an eye is so frustrating. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that I guess that's one thing that this game does pretty well is that. At the very beginning, it's, I, it's almost impossible to survive. And I'm surprised that they have it like that because I would think a lot of new people would get, oh, what's this game, especially on Game Pass, and then just die yeah. immediately over and over and over and be like, well, fuck this game.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, that was, that was certainly the most frustrating component was just that first day of you and I because there's like, it's different, I guess, if we would have joined like a player hosted game. Um, but we didn't want to do that because we wanted to have multiple people. So we went with an online public server for anyone who's wondering. So there's really no way in that scenario to pinpoint where your allies are on a map from the get go. So you're basically like giving general coordinates based on the end game map, trying to run there, hoping you're not obstructed and then hoping nothing eats you along the way, which is that's not even it's something possible. Like yeah. factually, it's going to happen and it's going to suck. Um. I think the first time you got you and I got with an eye shot of each other, I had managed to swim out into the water and like run out of stamina. So you basically just got to watch (laughs) me drown. Uh, So that was frustrating Then I had to respawn and like try to find my way back. Um, But but, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying it, though. Yeah. And but
1: once you finally get the armor and the weapons. Yeah. And then you are able to survive encounters, then it feels good. You're like, oh, I can take on anything.
2: Yeah. and then you can take Except on anything can't. until
1: you immediately can't and then you're <laughs> right? you're like oh yes. i'm this is not i can't <laughs> do this and i'm dead now
0: yep yeah yeah the <laughs> overconfidence hits you pretty pretty hard i what i'd like to do is like i'd like us to get a little bit more proficient in the game on on this base version and then i want us to switch over to genesis 2 like that mod um and then i think we start at that point with like fully equipped like um exoskeletons and jetpacks okay and then your mission is basically then to complete um in-game holographic like scenario missions to like beat the game um so it could be it should be a lot more fun without a lot of these startup struggles um so we'll have to i i I think we'll have to start there eventually but get a little bit better first yeah Yeah. well it
1: also didn't help that When we started, we must have been on some like event multiplayer. Yeah. Where uh all the resources we were getting a lot more than I think you usually do. Yes. And yeah, it's the past few days going on there and you're getting four stone instead of twelve every time. It's
0: that's a little disheartening. I mean, I played three hours last night, I didn't level up once, right? Like that's crazy. We were leveling up like four times every hour before.
2: Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's gonna be tough. That is that is true. Oh, so, the damn Easter event—we're too generous to us. Ugh. yeah. I'm gonna keep going on it, but yeah, I like it too. Mm-hmm. I won't be on for a while because MGC, but mm-hmm. I'm uh, excited. I don't know what you're excited about you text me about it? You were so excited oh, it made me spend money for some foolish reason.
1: I think it's a pretty smart reason.
0: I agree. I, I concur.
1: Um, for whatever reason, GameStop decided to get out of the Atari VCS business, I think.
0: Probably because no one's buying it. Yeah. I'm guessing that's the reason.
1: But it was a last-ditch effort style of clearance. where
0: AKA bloodbath. Yeah. yeah fire sale some might say yeah
1: normally four hundred dollars they are selling they were selling them for a hundred bucks and that that was up for a good chunk of the morning
0: yeah so that was the the for anyone who's not familiar that was the crowdfunded kick-started new atari console that came out like 18 months ago started trickling out to backers hands um, and this was the bundle with that console With the classic controller and a pro controller of sorts, it looks like
2: um, the 360. So it was the the ultimate bundle, right? Yep. And yeah, you text me about it and said you jumped in. And then I was like, well, for $99.
1: Have
0: to.
2: I'm
0: I'm curious. It's like a low budget, not as reliable, sort of shitty Nvidia Shield. Why not buy that for $100? Well, it comes with
1: a hundred Atari games. That's only a buck a game. Man. Still too much for those.
0: It's but. <laughs> so worth it. But you can pay forty dollars a year for that subscription for the thing that I'm sure is not gonna last. Yeah. So
1: Which Yeah, so I, I did end up setting it up today.
0: Okay. Okay. How was it? Painful? Uh, Painless.
1: Scary, <laughs> I'll say
0: because
1: <laughs> you boot it up and then the Bluetooth takes some weird stuff to get going. Finally got it connected, and then it does the whole, oh, checking for updates. We found four updates, and then you know, forty five minutes later, it's downloaded all the updates. Then it restarts, the Atari screen or the logo comes on, and then it was a black screen for tw- <laughs> twenty minutes.
2: No shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what an experience <laughs> yeah, exactly premium quality <laughs> yeah. way to go atari
1: and i don't know what's going on because the fan was just going on and off and on so i'm like i don't know if it like it messed up the bios and it was oh doing gosh. the reboot loop so i'm like on, Dude,
0: how many people unplug it in that 20 minutes and oh, just exactly break that console
1: <laughs> so i was i was i figured it was bricked or i had to right. do something so i'm like you know on reddit finding all these threads of like black screen of death and all this blah blah blah. and i'm like oh shit this is bad and then my wife comes down like hey your thing turned on i'm like what <laughs> so i run <laughs> down there sure enough it worked and then it, oh my god. And then that it, as soon as it goes on there it's like you press the button get the c- controller back on and it's like okay we're gonna flash the bios and then it shuts down again
0: it's like oh, oh, oh my no. god <laughs> Bu- oh that sounds like hell i can't wait to experience this i yeah it was
1: unbelievable that they don't have some messaging that's like hey just <laughs> we're doing something here
0: hold <laughs> like on it's, uh, like the window circle yeah, right like anything. something to indicate that it's working on something <laughs> so when you finally get in like i've heard you need to create an account is that part of it too you have to go through an account setup process and all that shit
1: yeah i didn't do that you can log in as a guest so i did that right away just to get in and uh it only shows okay. the only thing on there is the vault the atari okay. PCS vault which is like the free atari games that you get with it which okay. you also which you also have to download so that took a while which is <laughs> oh my
0: god. That's not free, it's not even what's the, what's the total size of that it like- was it
1: was over a gig, which is crazy no, for yeah,
2: no, really
1: yeah.
2: Ow. Yeah. oh, that doesn't make any sense
1: yeah, if that thing should just be preloaded on the hard drive, like I don't understand that but.
0: That should be embedded in fucking pennies minted at the, like <laughs> the government level. It should just exist. There's there's no data there. Nope. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. So what uh, what grand games do you get in this hundred games? Oh, okay, some heavy hitters.
1: So we get a lot of the you know basic ones, but there are surprising ones that aren't in there. Like okay, like you're not going to find Pac-Man. And, you know, it's pretty much anything that isn't just Atari, you're not going to find. They didn't license Pitfall. They didn't, you know, do any of that stuff. There's no Activision? No. So it's garbage, basically. They do have arcade versions of a lot of their stuff, you know, which is cool. Okay. Warlords and, you know, Breakout and all that stuff. Tempest,
0: please tell me you get Tempest. Yes, Tempest is on there. Okay. And you can use the little spin thing on the... Yeah. So
1: that part I was not aware of was a thing, which... really that's like the
0: selling point for me is like tempest with like a turn knob sounds phenomenal
1: yep it is ultra sensitive so it takes some getting used to but yeah yeah, that part is really cool um
0: that's almost worth 100 bucks then yeah 25 of them
2: bucks anyway
1: yeah exactly yep and uh yeah we just played a few atari games and that's where we went from there but it's funny
0: you two player at all
1: yeah so if you go on their store or whatever it's like all the apps and they have pretty much all the streaming apps available for the thing
0: sure because it's just a pc yeah. right like it's not native to yeah okay gotcha
1: but i think it's hilarious that to be watching netflix on a atari
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like what what's the shop like is, i mean is there a quote-unquote shop and what's on it if there is That's, I was
1: really confused by that because some of the games that you get in the Atari vault are on the shop for like 99 cents each.
0: So they're trying to like double dip you. Yeah.
1: I don't know what the point of that is. Um, Also, they don't have, I guess they probably can't do 5,200 games, but the the 7,800 games are not free. So... Those are all paid for in the store if you want any 7800 stuff.
0: Is Ninja Golf on there and how much oh, is I did
1: Oh, I didn't check that. Might be.
0: Might be a purchase.
1: But there are some other newer stuff on there too. Like, I mean, Tempest 4000 is on there and that.
0: Sure, but that's like stuff that's already existed on like current gen consoles. Yeah,
1: in like Sydney Hunter that that's yeah. around and they, they, it's kind of that stuff, you know. People that are like.
0: So really nothing exclusive or uh, un- uniquely notable. I don't know. I, th- I
1: think there's some like reimagined Atari stuff on there. Like I think there's. A mi- sure. But that stuff's also hitting steam.
2: Okay. So yeah, it's it's the same stuff as that. I'm sure. Huh. Interesting. But then there's the whole aspect of like. Throwing a USB drive and that thing and
0: like opening the PC mode. Right. Right. So- Which I do that and flip over to it's a Linux kernel of some sort, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that exactly
1: works because that's also an app that you download. So I don't know if it boots up into the Atari OS and then you go. From what
0: I've read, you have to go into the Atari OS before you can flip over, which seems like unnecessarily cumbersome, right?
1: Sure. Yeah. So you must not be able to change the boot sequence on it from the start anyway
2: oh
0: yeah it's such a bizarre package too and you get it like because it's so no frills the box like retro style logo and there's like all sorts of nods to asteroid and like all the packaging which is arguably well done but then like every piece of branding on that box is like atari plus full pc (laughs) plus streaming 4k and it's like you guys knew that you made like bullshit like
1: it literally you, doesn't tell you, you know? exactly what games you get with it at all. Right. Or if right. you get like games. Like they
0: acknowledge it was so much bullshit that they even printed it that way in the box. Yeah. You know, and the pitch was like, this will be the resurgence and rebirth of Atari. It's going to be this console. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, you guys made like a budget PC that runs like a stripped down version of Linux. And like, from what I've heard, like their proprietary OS is like, pretty unstable or like highly unstable from some people. So like,
1: like you think it bricked unstable. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like takes 85 minutes and then (laughs) installs the bios after that weird. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got it installed because I was curious because like, I didn't want to be the first one to do it because I had watched some tutorial videos on that too. And it was like, yeah, everything looked uncomfortably like, Resetty, drawn out, not good. So,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, well, at least it worked for you. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I for a hundred bucks, if you get if you can get it for a hundred bucks, I it's totally recommended. It, but four hundred, yeah. four hundred for that thing seems insane.
0: Yeah. Well, and like I said to you, I'm still hoping I can flip it over to PC mode, get Steam Link on it, and like play some of my games. Mm-hmm. Like that's my that's my ultimate goal with it. I uh. I also think that there's zero chance that that won't go up in value if you preserve your box and like all your, you know what I mean? Like you're making money at a hundred bucks, like for sure. This was like one one of the few things that
1: I was like, I got to save the plastic bag
0: for this (laughs) This one. The twist ties (laughs) must remain (laughs) intact, but who would know? I'll know. I'll know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I told my wife that too. I was like, I, I need to keep this mint. Like this is important. Yep. This means something. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it looks cool. feel the, And the controllers are, the, yeah. the controller is really cool.
0: I was actually, so I obviously haven't turned it on, but like I took that pro controller out and like played around with it and like, yeah, it was very tactile um, and actually much better built than I was expecting. Yeah. I have an Xbox so, one
1: that's just like that one. So I feel like oh, it's. Really? It must be the same company that maybe makes it for me. Eh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: It felt pretty good. And you can, and you can sync 360 controllers and stuff to it too. Right. Yep. Like, cause it's just Bluetooth. Yep. So
1: you can even, uh, one of the apps in there is even like Xbox cloud gaming. So you must be able to do. Oh shit. No shit. Game pass streaming through it. I'm not
2: sure. <gasps> well, if that's the case, then yeah, I'm going to use that. I'll have to mount that to my bedroom TV. Would be
1: arc in bed. It would be nice if they just put the Steam Link app on there. That would be perfect.
2: But right, I wonder why they don't. You already got the XCloud. Then what's the difference? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah, it was cool. I'm glad you texted me because like I would have missed out on it. And I saw a few other
0: people buying them. I saw uh, Chris from Stone Age Gamer. Other on geekade as well, of course. Uh, Yeah, he got the deal as well. So. Yeah, I think, I think anyone who had like nostalgia for Atari and a passing interest in this bizarre, like reboot of this, <laughs> this hardware, uh, 99 bucks is a good deal. Oh yeah. Compare that to the clearance prices of like the OUYA at 60 bucks. Like this is at least functional
2: as a PC where the OUYA was just a <laughs> <clears throat> literally and figuratively. Oh, exactly yeah so i don't know if i
0: told you about this but i text biff um and there's a i'm not going to get the full name i'm not going to look it up but there was a um mario brothers anime that came out only in japan around 1986 and it's like something princess peach whatever but um some group had found the original sixteen millimeter or an original sixteen millimeter version of this, um, which is presumed to be one of few that might exist, or possibly the only one. And anyway, they they converted it to 4K, like went through and remastered it. And this is up on YouTube now. And it's basically like an hour-long movie. Really? Mario Brothers movie that predates like everything we know, right? Because like as kids, Mario had only existed in the West at least super Mario brothers since 85 and yeah, it's really good. It, the runtime is about an hour. I watched through it once myself and then once with my son, it's a little bit rough for the kids cause it's dubbed and, um, dubbing is fast cause you know, the text is pretty fast, but really well done. Like I, I highly recommend anyone going to look for it. You can just search for Mario anime 4k. Um, you should be able to find it. Uh, But what's interesting to me in watching this is knowing that at the time, even in Japan, there was only one game in the series, right? We hadn't gotten to two um, or even Japan's version of two. We hadn't gotten to three and there's a lot of no nods and stuff in this one to things that wouldn't exist until later games. So I'm, I'm really curious in watching it. If Nintendo had a hand in like directing that or if that influence kind of went forward into Nintendo's design. There's there's airships, uh-huh. um there's Koopa kid sort of things, there's I don't know, all these little things that just didn't appear. Um and it kind of makes you wonder. And also, for whatever reason, I think it's the birth of Wario. Um, Luigi in this one, due to the tint, it looks purple and yellow, but it's blue and yellow <laughs> if you look at Mario's outfit. He wears that outfit and he is obsessed with gold. He's obsessed with gold the whole time. On the entire adventure, all he's doing is mining for gold. That's all he cares about. And I'd argue that those are the seeds for what would become Wario. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like there's like this really cheesy guitar like rock soundtrack with the whole thing that even in Japanese is like super catchy. And me and my son was like nodding their <laughs> head to it every time it would come up. Um, and there's just like some really dumb humor, like, you know, Luigi hits his head on a block coins come out. Mario jumps up and it just spews cups of ramen out <laughs> for them to eat. Uh, and yeah, it's, and it's, it's a, it's a really fun little thing. um, Koopa gets portrayed in like an interesting way, I would say. And then at the end of the day, they all get snubbed and the princess leaves Mario for like a hotter legitimate king in the, in the Toad kingdom. That makes I guess. sense. So, yeah.
1: so, so was yeah. Toad in there at all?
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Toad is a woman. Okay. Who is very tall. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's real weird. Real tall, um, real feminine. There's some other Toad people that they get power-ups through, and I'm guessing it's a nod to, you know, the different stages. But, yeah, the character is not developed in the way that Toad would become at all. And there's a dog, a little blue dog, uh, for some <laughs> reason.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, cool. it's weird that, you know, really all of that stuff really didn't
2: become standard until, what, 64? It was really when yeah. Pe- it was actually Peach. Right. Yeah, it's true. Otherwise, yeah, it was yeah, all it Toadstool was, and
0: King. Yeah, it was all different it. between Game Boy, between Super Nintendo, and yeah, yeah. It's it's very well done. Like I mean, again, I haven't seen the original version, but like the updated version is great. Like if you're a fan of even that original U.S. series, this is probably better than that. I'd say.
1: Huh. Yeah, I'm definitely
2: gonna. I
0: can't get, I can't get uh, Peaches scream though out of my head <laughs> it's like uh, the japanese so it's like mario mario oh, and she's no. always like screaming that and it's just like oh uh, it's the stuff of nightmares <laughs> help me mario it's crazy <laughs> But yeah go watch it you'll you put it on for your kids too i mean granted they'll probably get bored and like leave the room but they might they might find some fun at least the first
1: yeah with. yeah i'll try it out
0: and for whatever re- reason, the brothers run a uh, convenience store, like, <laughs> supermarket,
2: and there aren't plumbers. Oh, I don't huh. know. hard to explain. Not fully fledged characters at that hmm. point, I guess. Did you uh,
1: see this new Sonic game that's coming out? Or collection?
2: That collection?
0: Yeah. When I was at Comic-Con, I did see it. It was uh, $17 in the DS, and it contained four <laughs> classic Sonic games. Uh, which is exactly $23 cheaper than the thing that I'm going to be able to buy digitally <laughs> in two months. So I did. Uh, did you see that Sega lost its damn mind and forgot that they poured out all those games in like 85 collections every year for the last 10 mm-hmm. years? I think they did. Hmm? And it, well, they're
1: actually taking yep. them off now, Oh, they're, re- really? yeah, they're actually uh, removing those games, those ported games to, from all the digital stores. So, you won't well, unless be able they're to
0: gonna come into my game room and smash the 85 discs I have <laughs> in my collection with all those games. I think I'm all right. Like, I'll fare probably just
2: fine. Yeah. Ugh. The crazy
1: part about that is all of the bonus features and things that you have to pay extra for, depending on what DLC, yeah. right? Like, and,
2: and it's not even
0: good it's shit. Like animations it's like and many screen borders. Yeah.
1: <laughs> many <Menu> music. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Like I get what they're doing. Like I get the hype trains there because Sonic's out and it's a quick cash grab, but like do it right. Right. Like do something that means something port Sonic jam to <laughs> current yeah. consoles. You know what I mean? Like emulate that, like bring that over. That's cool. You know, give us Sonic fricking CD. Like, why is that not on there? That's bullcrap. Yeah. You know, put the game boy versions in, but I mean the, the Sonic Mega Collections on the GameCube that came out, you know, 20 years ago are a better value by far mm-hmm. than this. There's just no point. And if they were doing like let's say they were giving it like the Street Fighter or not Street Fighter Streets of Rage 4 treatment where it was like the classics but not like that I could get behind more than what they're doing here. They're just saying like we're going to clean up the visuals but They're essentially just giving us the ROMs
1: for the most part. I mean, they're adding a few little things here and there,
2: but it's nothing. And, you know, they did try that with Sonic four and they failed at that. So. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like if this
0: was 20 bucks or if this was $25, I'd be like, yeah, okay. 30 physically. I get it. But 40 bucks digital. All the, like, dumb features are behind extra paywalls. Sonic, I, so, or Sega tends to forget that Sonic hasn't been good in, like, 20 years, <laughs> right? Like, there's a couple exceptions,
2: but for the most part, Sonic hasn't been good since, like, Adventure. So, what are they trying to fool here? I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about the, the next new one. If it's, like, a true open world. That
1: could be kind of yeah. cool in a Sonic.
0: Yeah, and I think they've had some high notes. You know, I think Colors was all right. Um, I think uh, that Sonic what was the one that I'm always a big defender of uh, that came out not that long ago. Um, Sonic Heroes, is that right?
1: That one's pretty good. Generations is really good.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think those are all fine. Um, I know you're a big fan of
1: Sonic and the Black Knight, was it? Or the Secret? Nope. Secret Rings? Secret nope. Yeah, you're a big fan of that day one purchase, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, day one return. Lost my ass on that. Yep. Uh, thanks, IGN, you stupid bastards. <laughs> yep. No, there's been a lot of trash. Uh, Those Game Boy Advance games were good. Mm-hmm. I've heard the DS Rush series was good.
1: Yeah, those are cool. I mean, those are more cool because they went, he went on the top screen and below and, you know, all that stuff.
0: But. Yeah. The one on uh, the Neo Geo Pocket Color that I have Mm -hmm. is good. There's just uh, Sega was not capable of figuring out 3D gaming, especially in the platforming space. So Sonic has never really had a fair shake
2: at like getting there compared to most mascots of his caliber. Yeah. Even like,
0: well, Adventure and Adventure 2 were functionally all right. Like they're train wrecks in comparison to like a Mario. They don't. Yeah. Movie. And they
1: don't hold up real well either.
2: No. I wonder if no, not at Have all. they announced a mania too. I don't no. think they have. Which. They, yeah, I could see them. I mean, it makes sense to do one, but so much of mania is just like
0: cleaned up rehashed versions of mm-hmm. the originals. It's like, is he going to take the effort to like make a fully fledged from the ground up game? I don't know. Yeah, and
1: how much nostalgia goes past, you know, Green Hill, Chemical Plant, Casino, you know, that stuff is like, oh, yeah, everybody remembers those. And then after that, you get to the lesser ones. That's like, well, okay, the right. deep cuts, which there but there was plenty of deep cuts in that game, too. But
0: Dude, you know what Sega should do is work with that group that put out that Nickelodeon brawl and just be like, hey, do that for us. It'd be like Sonic Brawlers Transformed. Yeah. Cause
2: I'd take like B list or C list Sonic Smash. Somebody could do it like okay. Have like Shenmue. Oh, he's space warrior guy. Yeah. The Yakuza dude. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Get some of the
0: Jet Set Grind radio people. Yep. Bring it. Bring back that car from Daytona USA <laughs> from the whatever Ultra game. It can be good. Alex,
1: kid in his giant fist.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, abomination. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so tough because, like, on paper, it's a cool idea. I like that. Sony, or their Sega's doing it, but it's just like, ah, uh, they just they just eroded any value that those old games had by constantly doing
0: collections constantly yeah. like partnering with at games to make like clearance machines that ended up in Walgreens and
2: not oh, good.
1: Yeah. That's. And then at the same time that what they just announced that they were at least the rumor is that they're making big budget check, jet- yeah, check grind
0: for them. Big budget. Yeah. Jet grind and crazy taxi, but they want to go on to a like sustainable ongoing business model. Similar to like a Fortnite, and I'm like, how do you do that with either one of those things? Is neither one of those things has like the mass, the appeal to the masses that I would argue that like a Fortnite or a Call of Duty has, yeah. right? What
1: if you could do it in the same city though? Crazy Taxi <laughs> and Jet Grind at the same time.
0: <laughs> so there's two games yeah. going on. It's like a game within a game. All right, I can get behind that. Can I kick somebody out of their taxi cab as like jet, and then just like keep driving, steal their yeah. fare? Because that would be awesome.
1: Special points if you can and grind ta- on the taxi as he rolls by.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, and then tag a tram stamp on the passenger <laughs> and like
2: bounce. <laughs> so yeah,
1: <laughs> but only like uh, Levi's and KFC ta-
2: tattoos, yeah. right? Yes. Takes. Yep. While well, listening to the Offspring. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how much is going to come of that, but I'd love, I mean, I could care less about other crazy taxi. I think
0: that ran its course, but I could get behind seeing where Jet Grind went. I think
2: both of those, you know, the first one and the Xbox one were both great games. Weird, quirky games. But yeah. Kind of games.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of Sega stuff too, I actually, um I ordered, so there's this company, Intech, that makes a bunch of aftermarket uh, arcade boards for arcade one-ups. So I had ordered one. Uh, they make a whole line of them. You can get them that'll partner with like mini consoles, the switch, um, the PS4, the Xbox, um, the NES. I ordered the one cause I don't play a lot of Genesis. I ordered the one that is literally like a drop-in board. You put the connections in configured a little bit, and then it has a built-in Genesis slot. Really? And it works with, yeah, it works with the first gen of Arcade 1-Up. So I basically decided, like, I didn't need my Mortal Kombat. Like, I wasn't playing it. Plus, you can play Mortal Kombat on Genesis. Um, So that's the one I chose to Frankenstein. And then they give you a bunch of, like, overlays that, like, definitely are pirated and don't match the <laughs> actual properties, but, like, kind of match. Um, So I put that on and, yeah, and then I ordered a cheap $30, 201 cartridge off of, um, Amazon. Not that I don't have a few Genesis games on hand and, uh, yeah, works incredibly well. Um, it's like 130 bucks for the Genesis control stick. You can just use it as a standalone console too. HDMI to your TV. It would be fine.
2: Um, <clears throat> but yeah, works flawlessly. Um, actually for a, bootleg
0: console it it doesn't have issues with sounds um at least from the games i played the sound design is like spot on and emulation is good uh the the build quality is as good if not better than what you get with the base arcade one up which isn't saying a lot i'll, I'll admit that um but yeah we've been having a ton of fun with that my son and i am going out there and just like playing through some games um there's uh on that bootleg one i've got there's a wonder Boy 3 Arcade version, or maybe it's like a Genesis exclusive version, where it's basically like two player. You alternate between stages of like platforming, and then like a end boss side scrolling shooter. Huh. So that's been a big hit. Been going through Rocket Knight. Um, sadly, on the cartridge I have, Zombies in My Neighbors does not load past the title screen, which is a bummer. Huh. But we do it. Been doing like Sunset Riders, a lot of Sonic too. Um, Sonic and Sonic
2: 2. Yeah, it's...
1: So it has, it's cool. it has joysticks then too? Okay, Yep.
0: yep. It's uh, basically two joysticks and then six buttons. So you got like the full six button fi- configuration for a Genesis. And the slot
1: is like by the sticks then?
0: Uh, Yep, up by the screen. It also comes with a really cheap, but probably works, uh, master system adapter. So you can oh, pop wow. it in there and put a master okay. system game in. Kind of it kind of a nice touch completely unnecessary because most people aren't going to know what the hell that's for, Right. Um, But it's there and you get a a power button, volume button, and then both players get a start select. And then there's a reset button. So sure. It's, it's a, it's, I don't know. I mean, I granted, I know people are going to be like, well, that's dumb. You can throw a pie in there. I get it. I totally get it. But for 30 minutes of me dicking around, hooking it up, this thing works really well.
2: I can put the cabinet back to how it was. No problem. I don't have to drill any holes. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. That's, that's slick. I, uh, yeah. You know, I put that pie in mine mm-hmm.
1: and it seems like it works. Okay. I don't know, but, uh, I just, I did that and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's going to be awesome. And then I haven't played it hardly at all. Right. Um, the kids do, which you would think, you know, Having split screen two player on a cocktail for a lot of these games would be really cool. And it is when you play those games. But whenever I'm over there, you know, my son is like playing Mario RPG or something like that from SNES, you know? <laughs> which, you know, probably I don't think he knows how to do any save states or anything like that. So it's starting over every time right. he plays it too. It's just, <laughs> it's funny.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the thing with any of
0: these things, right? Like once you like crack them to be like the ultimate machine, like the, I don't know what it is, but like, it's sort of true that like the, the freedom of choice equals diminishing returns in, in terms of gaming things like that. I've noticed, you know, when you have everything, you play nothing, Yep. but if I had a Nintendo in three games, I'd be the king of all those three games. You know what I mean? So It's like this weird catch 22 sort of thing. And, um, you know, you know, now that you bring it up, the save state thing. So that cartridge I ordered, I've noticed there's a giant watch battery in there. And now there are a bunch of like, um, RPG games on there, which theoretically that battery is there for me to do save states. Mm -hmm. But I also think there's an equal probability that that battery is there to flash the ROM memory. That is on board mm. that cart, and once that battery dies, it's so going gone. to be like, go back to Amazon, buy another <laughs> one. So I'm a little afraid of that, but I guess if I get a year out of it for thirty bucks, <laughs> it'll be fine. I can always just pony up the cash and get like an EverDrive. Yeah. I was actually looking you get like bootleg Chinese like Everdrive loan things for not that expensive on Amazon too. So and I haven't looked on Ally Express, probably even cheaper yep. there. That's
1: cool though. I didn't even know those existed. That's
0: yeah, it's been relatively new. I want to say the last three months, they've started kind of coming out, but yeah, it's neat. You can get one that'll actually hook in all your mini consoles through adapters. So like you could hook up your, um, NES classic super Nintendo classic, uh, turbo 16, Neo Geo, wow. the, the Genesis one, it's all just different adapters. So pretty cool. I, I, you know, when you look at the ones that are like hooking up to switch and, uh, especially PS4, it's like, well, what are you doing there? Like, because it's a budget screen. Like, why would you want to do that yeah. to yourself?
1: Um, especially with the joystick on a lot for, of games, too.
0: Yeah, 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 but I think like you know that that sweet spot is definitely like the Genesis. Like, it looks it looks really good on that cheap screen, and gives me way more options than I'd have
2: had otherwise. Because
0: I want a fighting game, I've still got the uh, Street
2: Fighter cabinet next to it. Yeah, and the Marvel one next to that. Yeah better games as far as I'm concerned. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Worked out pretty good. I was pleasantly surprised. I had very low expectations and exceeded it. So we'll see how it holds up. Speaking of holding up movies, sometimes things don't hold up. Sometimes they reboot franchises.
0: Not sometimes, always. <laughs> Most um, of the time. And th- Yeah, in this case, I'm talking about the Batman because you know, we need another Batman series because we just got done with Batman. Um, Well, I guess there's been some really bad Batman movies from DC um, that kind of muddied that water. But I did watch that. The Batman
2: with Twinkly Boy from Twilight, Robert Pattinson, um, which I stand by that he's a very good actor. I've seen him in a lot of stuff
0: outside of those movies. and good um i didn't know how he would be as batman the batman is very good though i will say i think i'm not going to order them because i think people will probably make their own order but i think that's a top three batman movie
2: for me um i liked it better than a couple of entries from the previous series uh and it it i think it's going to be a polarizing movie right because it's like You've got the
0: mainstream audiences who are now like sucking at the teeds of Marvel, right? In a superhero movie, according to what Marvel does, is it should be nonstop, blowy stuff up, joke, haha, more (laughs) blowy stuff up. You know what I mean? Like drama, music, and like okay. Like, yeah, you that's what superhero movies are to you. But like when you really boil down the essence of Batman and like that character, I mean Batman is like a He's a rich kid, Dick Tracy, right? like they're always supposed to be like noir crime dramas, but a guy with unlimited money and the ability to build like the devices he needs to get the job done right He's not truly a superhero, and I think that's kind of the spot that this movie fills it's It's very much that you're not gonna find outlandish stuff um you're not gonna find like huge explosions. You're going to find like a slow moving corrupt cop drama, um, that it probably could be shorter. Um, I'll admit it's two and a half hours long, I think, but at the end of the day, it was very entertaining and well done. Um, you know, they set the groundwork pretty well for that world. Um, the whole point of this and from the opening, it's made clear that, Batman really isn't established yet. Yes, there is a Batman. Um, he goes by vengeance throughout this movie because it's the first two years of him being the Batman. Basically he's, he's still figuring it out. Um, so from that perspective, you know, it's, it's either going to land with people or it's not, but I think overall what they did was really smart and it was entertaining. Um, a movie that like because of like its nature and it being like uh, a detective drama more so than an action movie requires a little more attention from its its watcher uh, and its viewer Uh, you have to pay attention to names and characters and piece things together but I don't think it's a worse movie for it like asking you to like be a little more involved than shoving popcorn in your face during a Marvel movie and going (laughs) uh, it's probably not too much to ask so I, I
2: recommend it yeah, that's that's good to hear,
1: because I was interested in seeing what they would do, because it. I feel like I'm kind of fatigued, well, just on superhero stuff in general, but especially right. the Batman, or Batman, because it's just like, here we go again, we're making another Batman with a different person. Like, I think when Ben Affleck did Batman, I don't even think he had his own Batman movie, right? I'm pretty sure he didn't. No, but... But he was still Batman and all this other shit,
2: which he didn't deserve. (laughs) Because I saw that movie, he was in Spider Man or Superman, and that was complete trash. Yeah, that movie's awful. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I would say this one's most akin to like when you boil down. What was the name of the last one in the trilogy? Um,
1: Dark Knight Rises.
0: Yeah, I would say it's. It's most akin to that, where that movie essentially boils down to, again, a noir like detective cop drama minus the explodey bits from Bane. Mm-hmm. I think if you edited out the over the topness, um, that whole dynamic between <clears throat> the cop storyline um, and the detective storyline from that film is essentially what this boils down to. But you just have Batman filling in that piece. Um, because, you know, when you think back to that film, like, Batman was off the table for most of that movie.
2: Um, Mm
0: -hmm. You just kind of put him back in that like active detective role without like the over the top, you know, because the villains are grounded, you know, you've got the penguin, you've got the Joker,
2: but they're grounded. People. Sure. Um, So, and there's a little bit of like a scary to me. Like
0: I did find the third act a little bit disturbing because the Joker ties into like social media and streaming and like rallies the troops uh which uh, to me feels incredibly uncomfortable in the actual climate of this country at this point um like it hits a little too close to like yeah i could see that next week um but other than that like and i can't even fault the film for that it just made me a little uncomfortable but like it's very well very well grounded for a movie that takes place in a fictional city sure
1: do you think they're like, ever since The Dark Knight, I feel like they're trying, they're trying to be like, okay, this villain, the performance of this villain is going to be even better. Right. And more, you know, like, disturbing and weird and, but also very scary and, yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and they, I think they were, that's a good quote, that's a good point. Like, I think they probably made a conscience, conscious effort in this film not to do that okay. and maybe it will expand. Um, they basically set this as like a dirty, like mobster seventies, eighties era, like New York vibe. Now the villains are there, but they're just like the criminal underbelly. Nobody's a superhero. They're running drug schemes and things. People are, people are getting caught up in stuff. And even the Joker for the most part is just a dude like he's just a deranged dude who lives in his own head and
1: so it's it's very much about the plot more like even like that standalone joker movie was the whole movie is just the joker you know right
0: yeah not even there's no there's no makeup there's no question marks minus a subtle reference near the end it's
2: it's very very mob Crime, big city feel, but Batman's there piecing it together. Sure,
0: it's cool. The Catwoman angle is a little bit me. I don't think that kind of came together. I think they, I think they're trying to position that as a love interest Mm -hmm. and sidekick for future films. I don't know that they'll come full circle to like a Robin in this one if it continues. But yeah, it was it's good. That was probably the weakest part of the story.
1: Sure. So I'm guessing they'll probably make more of them. I mean, why won't... seems like they're that. not going to stop making Batman movies.
0: No. Plus it, it grossed well, considering the pandemic still had an impact on that. Um, it reviewed well, which is surprisingly, you know, considering the public
2: like outcry for the main role. Yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to see more. I'd I'd like to see
0: a more streamlined version of it and maybe, when they cut some of the fat in the next one, they're not trying to set up like the little bit of backstory they <laughs> did, which is unnecessary. Cause we all know it. Right.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Do you, did cool. you see his parents get shot in the alley? No, nope. like perfect. That's so a they cr- did us the
2: favor of <laughs> yes. skipping that, which is nice. Yeah. I thought
0: for sure that was the opening scene. Cause the opening scene is seen through like the scope and like the lens of the killer. And I was like, damn it. Do I really have to watch this another time? <laughs> and, uh, they didn't make us do it. In fact, they barely touch on it. Um, it's, it's, it's talked about in a passing, like in movie news sequence, sure. but yeah, for the most part, and it's actually kind of interesting because they play the angle of like his parents were not all that he seemed. Like that's a big component of this is like when he he was a kid, he <laughs> saw one angle, but like really, his parents are just
2: as guilty in everything that he's now fighting, um, as as anyone else. So that's kind of kind of cool huh yeah i'm sure i'll watch it at some point it's one of those things where it's my
1: wife kind of wants to see it but trying to find a time where she would be in the mood to watch a batman movie for two and a half hours above anything and else that, time that stuff right
0: <laughs> that time commitments are off and then like a like i don't know what was going on with me like i started developing like a splitting headache through that movie but like the end point <laughs> i was just like everything I could do, like just wince through that thing. Um, but it was still good. Yeah. I, I do recommend it. Definitely. One of those movies, especially like the Joker, like know what you're getting into, know the, the frame of mind you need to be in and like, don't watch it until you know, you can sit through that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I definitely did the same thing with the
2: Joker too, where it's like, well, do I want to be depressed for a while? <laughs> um, no. Okay. I'm going to wait. So And I totally, I totally get the people that watch that one and say like, I didn't like it. It was boring.
0: It was too, you know, that makes sense too. But at the end of the day, I think it's
2: solid. It's a solid movie that didn't need to be a Batman movie, but it's probably better for it. Sure. (sighs) Hmm. Well, I don't think I have an episode. Do we have more? No. uh, if it was MIA, yeah. Uh, that we're recording. I keep wanting to get him on here because I want to call him out.
0: So oh, this will be fun. Let's just do this as a little ender. So I don't know if I've told you the story. Maybe I did, but I was on Twitter the other day, and like this person's like been commenting and following me on Twitter for a while, and it's this pixel toaster person, right? I'm like, okay, that's weird. Like, n- no followers, no
2: whatever new account. I'm like, okay, huh? And the artwork was like, well, I could, seems familiar ish. And then I
0: keep watching this person that are commenting on my stuff on occasion. <clears throat> I see they're following a couple of people that are pretty close to like, I would say like our online inner circle and still it's just like 10 people and under. And then I'm thinking like started piecing it together. I was like, is this Biff? Did Biff create another Twitter <laughs> account and not tell me, right? And then I, and then I posted this thing about some vinyl I picked up and one of them was beautiful Joe. And I get this comment like, Oh yeah, beautiful Joe. What a great game. Great soundtrack. I was like, Oh, that's definitely I'm like, I'm glad I didn't ask Biff. Cause this is clearly not Biff. He didn't play game. He's never played that game. And then out of the blue, like two weeks ago, this account posts something for the first time ever. And it's a screenshot with the box art of sky shark. And I was like, Motherfucker. I'm like, that's Biff. So I text him right away. I was like, You're Pixel Toaster. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Twitter, Pixel Toaster. It's like, what's a Twitter? I'm like, it is you. (laughs) It's you, isn't it? And he finally admits it. And then I'm just like, you son of a bitch. And then I sat on it for a couple days. I was like, I messaged him again. I was like, you like, you kind of realize how creepy it is to like stalk your real life friends on the social media platform and not tell them, right? And then here it turns out he had this like huge elaborate plan where he was going to pretend to be like weekend rentals biggest super fan and then have his wife take pictures at MGC of like him and I together so that I didn't know it was him and like tweeted out on this random account and like how he was following (laughs) us around the show. And I was like, that is genius, but you totally blew your cover.
1: Oh, Uh, that would have made us feel really good. You yeah, it. I've
0: been giving him so much shit about that. I was like, dude, you're, you're, that's weird.
2: <laughs> Pretty funny at the same time. It's like, if only you had to just refrain from tweeting and blowing your cover. Uh, it's good stuff. So if anybody wants to find him on Twitter, Biff is pixeled toaster. It's a toaster made out of pixels. <laughs> it should be easy to find. <laughs> Tell him he's a creep for stalking his friends, please. Well, on that note, <laughs> I suppose we could take this thing out after blue blew his cover.
1: That's right. So uh where you're gonna find us, the the, the best spot to find us.
0: Uh probably Pixel Toaster yep. at uh Twitter.
1: Yep. Any uh f- photos from MGC are probably be floating through that account, so you'd be one to
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll have some we'll have some MGC updates on the old Twitter, so keep an eye yeah. on that, people.
1: But uh we're on geekade.com. So make sure you check that place out. If you have some extra time, there's some other stuff worth checking out on there as well. Um
2: mm-hmm.
1: but uh we're also on Facebook, uh the Elon Musk verse, whenever mm-hmm. that's gonna happen. Um mm-hmm. and that's about it. So I mean, we also accept emails at weekend. We rental podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear like the best, like small con story from people. So, like, like,
0: like
2: theft or convention?
1: No, yeah. Like, uh, well, it could be a theft at a convention. That's probably a pretty <laughs> good story, but <laughs> I would say, uh, you know, like your Comic Con, the small event that it's like, it's, there's people there that you know and it's, you feel sad that they're there type of thing. Oh. It,
0: I, speaking of that, I forgot to tell you why I left the Comic Con. I looked over and saw a coworker worker who's in her probably about 60. Um, I'm guessing, and she was dressed up as Wonder Woman,
2: skirt and wow. all.
0: And I tried not to make eye contact and I headed for the door. <laughs> and that was the end of my experience. So,
2: top that internet. Send us an email.
1: That's pretty awesome. <laughs>
2: That's, sad. is it? Is it? <laughs> Not. Just have to ask her if she brought her invisible jet to work. Uh, she traded in for the broom she used. Oh, to my! my. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs>
2: well, on that note, I guess we'll just say be kind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Comic Con. <laughs>